and uh, welcome back on uh, this uh, beautiful Thursday. Uh, welcome to the Oldest Only Podcast. Uh, so, this is uh, Thursday is uh, essentially my Friday now. Uh, it's kind of been my Friday for a couple years, ever since I got out of high school when Friday stopped really meaning less and Thursday started meaning more. Originally on Thursday, for every Thursday, for quite a while, and all good things are bound to end, and that thing did end, but every Thursday, me and my friends, we would go to laser tag. We don't do that anymore, unfortunately. Good old days. And as Andy said in the office, you never know when you're in the good old days until they're gone. Mm. Um, but we've been busy. Uh, I'd, I'd say we've been our busiest. Uh... I uh, haven't been this busy in a real long. Uh, this week alone, uh, me and John put out multiple episodes of The Gray Zone. Uh, please go check out The Gray Zone. Uh, shout out to my uh, London Town folk, uh, you know, because they're really keeping us going over there. Uh, uh, then I released a behind the scenes uh, from uh, the, the first Market Brewery event. Uh, tomorrow we'll be shooting another. Uh, I have to go up to Glebersville and meet with Elastic Endeavors. Uh, shout out them. Uh, and then the vlog, and then the vlog, uh, the vlog is back, uh, for, uh, those of you who do know, uh, the vlog is, uh, something near and dear to my heart, uh, it's a scripted vlog, uh, it's not necessarily real, uh, we do make fun of real things, uh, but that is back, and then on March 25th, guess what? We're back at Frog Alley, me and Cool Mom. Uh, and I, I, I guess this segues into, you know, the topic I wanted to talk about today. Experience. You see, I one day see myself throwing my hat into the ring for office. And I think the biggest mistake that my opponent whoever he, she, or they might be, is to say, my opponent is inexperienced. Now, I say this. You guys know what Clubhouse is, right? Well, I was in Clubhouse not too long ago. And I was in this chat room, and it, you know, it was people, you know, prominent faces uh, of a certain destination, this destination. And, uh, you know, good people in there, people who, you know, if I'm being honest, they're mid, uh, we're all going around the room and we're talking. And what I realized a a while ago, people usually don't like hearing me speak. And it's not because I'm not saying anything worth hearing. But sometimes I'm saying what we should actually be focused on. And the thing we should actually be focusing on, right, would get in the way of selfish desire. Now, you could call me a businessman. You could call me a man of the people. Shit. People call me worse things. But we're going around the room. And whenever I'm in these situations, I really never know what to say about myself. 
You know, like, oh, what do I leave with? I'm an author. Well, who publishes your books? Well, I do. <laughs> I can go, I make music. Well, how many people listen? Well, I do. <laughs> uh, I can go with, I founded um, a small community-based organization. Um, really, we just do shit. But most of the time, people don't get that. Now, in this room, not to say that I'm the most impressive, but there are people who think they're more impressive than the other people in the room. And there were a couple millionaires. And they went before me. And I just like to make it clear. Just like labor is the market, people who think about the market and dedicate RAM their mind you know time dedicate time to think about the market often just think about themselves and how they can benefit from the market right so one guy goes I already made my first million (laughs) thing is that's when I stop taking you seriously, right? Because you're in a chat room with my broke ass. <laughs> and that's what I was just thinking of. I'm like, are they really millionaires? Yeah. Because, like, wouldn't you be doing, like, wouldn't, first of all, wouldn't you be tired? Because mm. you, it's your first million, so I'm assuming you worked hard. Yeah. This was late at night. I mean, don't you love to grind when you be working harder? Yeah, I just, you know. So, and like, see, my co-host on The Gray Zone, uh, J.S. Edwards, he, he loves to ask this question. What does working class mean? And if I had to, when I give him a straight answer, and I usually give this answer. If you don't have a connection to the means of production, you are S-O-L, shit out of luck. Now, what is the means of production? If you're not the motherfucker sending the food to the store, if if you ain't hatching them eggs yourself, if you ain't if you ain't choking that chicken via your own hands the day they decide not to fill up the grocery store or there is a disruption in the trade that remarkably ends ends up filling all of the shelves at Walmart all of the shelves at Market 32 you are shit out of luck. What does money do when you have nothing left to buy? Mm. Now, that's just on my first point. Millionaires, like a lot of us, normal people, because that's what they call us. <laughs> you motherfuckers, normal. I'm built different. Okay, buddy. <laughs> you got a manual? <laughs> See you in a couple years. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. 
I, I'm only 23 now. But I remember when I was 18. And when I was 18, and I would go around and I'd tell people, I want to do this. I want to do that. You know what they would say? Mm. You shouldn't. You can't. How are you going to do that? Stay in school. Shut up. <laughs> and the deeper and deeper I, I get into this, right? The less excuses there are about why I can't do something. About why we can't do something. About why you can't do something. They went from, you don't know how to do it, to you're not doing it right. If you want it to be better, you got to do it like this. You know what I say? What? Well, somebody's got to do it. And if I listened to you from the start, it would have never got done. Exactly. So, I, I think about when I was 18 a lot. And I think about how much everyone around me seemed like an adult. Seemed like they had it together. But really, sometimes you outwardly projecting that you are focused on something is really you just trying to convince yourself that you don't got to be worried. And you're so connected to not being worried that you try to get other people not to worry. But how you don't worry isn't how I'm not going to worry. Maybe I find freedom in chasing what you think is the impossible. Maybe I'm built different. (laughs) Um, And I I begin to talk about these things because they would claim it's experience that separates us. They would claim that it's my inability to stay grounded that separates us. They would say a lot of things. But if I had time to be sad these days, <laughs> probably be hanging out with them. And it's sad because we were saying this earlier. How many times do I need to do what you said I couldn't before you go? Hmm. Maybe this motherfucker's on to something. 
Is it two times? Is it three times? Is it 20 times? Please let me know. What is your, where is your bar? Where do you raise your bar? And the thing is, I, I'm not, numbers have never been what's important to me. They told me it's what should be important to me. Mm. When I first thought about making music, they said, well, how are you going to get people to listen? Well, how about I figure out what I'm going to say first? Mm. I think that's a good start. Maybe having a message? Yeah. I'll start there. And... I don't I see people I used to know a lot and it's funny they'll ask me how I'm doing like they don't know how I'm doing it's kind of like they want to hear me say, oh, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> and they want to see if I'm, like, if, yeah, like, if when I say it, is it like a crack in my voice? Like, oh, oh I'm doing good. <laughs> Got any spare change? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. You know what's even funnier after? What? They... They try to catch you slipping up on mm. you saying, oh, I'm good. And then after you say, oh, I'm good, mm. there's just that, like, pause. Mm. Like, and they're looking at you, like, and you're looking at them, and you're like, okay, well, oh, I forgot to ask. How are you doing? Mm. And it's just, like, it's the weirdest moment. Mm. It's really the weirdest seven seconds. Mm. Yeah, and the thing is... <laughs> The, the, the funniest thing is they'll ask you how you're doing and it'll be in the pretext of oh I don't know how you're doing and then they'll say some shit like they knew what you were doing yeah like they knew what you've been up to like oh I see seeing you riding elephants I thought you fell off the face of the earth yeah like where have you been like writing books <laughs> <laughs> read one <laughs> like you, and you, you know I'm doing like like we all have Instagram, most of us, or Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, the thing is, and this is why I said, it's a fallacy to say we don't see each other. And the thing is, I, I gave uh, I gave this comparison uh, a little while, like a couple months ago, to you. Being on like a feed is no different than being on a street, main street, like. If you're walking down Broadway, no matter what Broadway, Broadway in Schenectady, Broadway in Saratoga, Broadway in New York, mm-hmm. you're going to see people. And then you're going to see the stores. Now, the people are the accounts that you follow mm-hmm. or have yet to follow or just on Instagram. And then the stores are the ads. Mm. Now, 
You ever been walking down the street and you see someone you know, but you don't want to talk to that person? That's kind of like, like, that's what that, like, what is the, uh, the, the one, uh, analytic thing? Uh, when you, people, like, the, the, how the number is. Impressions? Yeah, the impression. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, that's the impression. And let's be honest. Even people who have a lot of followers, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody's impressions mm-hmm. are always more mm-hmm. than the likes mm-hmm. or the uh, interaction. I tell you, I in in the defined area that we're in, I've met a lot of people who are verified. Mm-hmm. I've met the people 10K plus. And they are unimpressive. They are unimpressive. Thing is, and I'm an actual fan. Like, like, if if I like your stuff, I love your stuff. And there are some people, like, if I sing your lyrics to you, and you go, huh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, you fucking dick. <laughs> you know? So, it gets to a point... For me, where the older people who use experience as a barrier and the younger people who wish you not even to try, often are the same people, just separated by a duration of time. I say these things because I, I know someone might want to hear them. Mm-hmm. Someone might feel them. I'm, I'm doing pretty good on my path. Mm-hmm. I fuck up sometimes. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. But I tell you this. No one fucks up like Orlando Otis Huntley II. No one. <laughs> huh? fucks up like me pretty good at it (laughs) and sometimes mistakes are lessons Uh, but I'd rather be on the grass than going back and forth on the fences Mm. Uh, I, I really don't know where else to take this Don't call me inexperienced. <laughs> Don't call yourself inexperienced. That too. You know? Because, like... And that's the other thing. If you call yourself inexperienced... You know? Like, we all go through experiences. Mm-hmm. How you take that and how you digest that... You know, is how you will. But if you call yourself inexperienced... That's only going to project... Mm-hmm onto other people you would say oh this person's inexperienced Mm. because you view yourself inexperienced so you know just wherever someone is I guess on their journey like I guess don't take your experiences with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. you know and learn from them you at least gotta swing 
Yeah. You got a swing to say you missed. But that has been the oldest only podcast. Uh, thank you to everyone uh, who's coming on the 25th. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, please go check out the blog. Please go check out the behind the scenes. Uh, please go visit the Cool Mons Instagram. Um, 2021. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>